Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and this roundtable is all about video games and video game adaptations. And we're going to start off with the Super Mario Bros. movie. Major spoiler alert for that. We also talk about things like Detective Pikachu, the Sonic movies, The Witcher, but nothing major spoiler-wise actually for any of those. And I'm joined by a special guest for this episode. My guest is Chris Puner. Chris has been podcasting about video games for over a decade, and he's found his current home in the Pokemon community covering Pokemon Go on a podcast called GoCast. He's an avid film and TV buff, so he was the perfect guest for this. He loves sci-fi, fantasy, and horror. Some of his favorite films are things like How to Train Your Dragon, Dragon Heart and the House That Jack Built. So again, spoiler alert for Mario, no major spoiler alerts for the other things. And then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points. And without further ado, here's we're watching what? I gave you a mini homework assignment before we dove into this. And I wanted to know what your top three video game films are. And I'm so afraid of what the answers are. But <laughs> hit me with it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay, so I'm going to start with my third favorite okay. first. Okay. Okay. And it is actually going to be the Super Mario movie, the, this new one, not the original. This no. new one. <laughs> okay. At least it wasn't number one, but all right. No, it's not number one. And I have good reasons for it. Okay. I do. I promise. I okay. Promise. I'm interested, but. Um, number two was Detective Pikachu. Okay. I figured that was going to be on there. Uh-huh. And then number one is, I couldn't pick like a series or, and but I wasn't sure if this would qualify or not, but the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Uh, do I have to pick one? No, you don't. And that is okay. actually the correct answer. And I'm yes. glad that you picked yes. that as your top one. I'm a little concerned that Mario made it into the top three. Although in fairness, there aren't exactly a bevy of them to choose from. There's not. I did a quick review when you gave me that question of like, where's the list of this? And I went through the list. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. It's rough. But yeah. okay. Sonic is your number one. Did you give thought as to why? Or was it just... You oh, I'm a, a, just a huge Sonic fan. Okay. I have been a huge Sonic fan like forever. But also those movies are legitimately funny, entertaining, have good family moral values and stories and all sorts of stuff. It's super interesting because Sonic is one of the last movies I saw before the lockdown happened. And I had a great time at it anyway. You know, I was just like, oh, this is fun. You know, the audience I was with was super into it. And I was like, yes. I was expecting this to be absolute trash. And so the fact that I got any enjoyment out of it was, you know, a, a bonus. And then <laughs> I didn't get to see a new movie for goodness knows how long. And it became this thing where I was like, Sonic was the greatest thing that has ever happened. Like, why can't we go back to Sonic? <laughs> true. So, it's true. The second one I'm not as keen on. I feel like that one got a little bogged down in trying to be like too much of a video game. That will segue us into the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> that's That's completely fair. And I think especially when it comes to these sorts of movies that are based on IP, there is a fine balance between fan service and, and trying to balance that with things that make up a good movie. Yeah. Like, can you be carried on IP alone? I mean, some of these movies definitely made that bet and it didn't turn out for them entirely well, but other ones have made a similar strategy and it seemingly turned out well. It's very confusing. It, it really is. So before we dive into the movie itself, what is your history with Mario? Like, are you a Mario Party person? Were you an original platform gamer person? Like, what's your what's your relationship with Mario Mario? Okay, so that's a great question because um, I feel like I'm a little non-traditional and that like I definitely played like Super Mario Brothers 2, like on my Game Boy and stuff. Uh -huh. Like I've I've played Mario games like my entire life as yeah. just being a gamer, right? right. But I've never been like, man, I love Mario. Mario's the best. I've never really identified with it as an IP. Okay. The games have always just been pretty, pretty fun to play and generally yeah. good quality across the board, you know? Okay. But you really enjoyed the movie. 
I did. I did enjoy the okay. movie. That's, yeah. Okay. All right. We got to dive into it then. What? What? <laughs> because so for me, just for a little background, I yeah. am very bad at Mario classic Mario games. And I talked about this on like the review, and and you know, so I have never like loved Mario because it just was super frustrating to me. Mm-hmm. And like, I love Mario Party. I love you know Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, and all that stuff. But it's mostly because of like the other cast of characters or some of the other mechanics. But I find Mario himself <laughs> to be very off-putting because I'm just I'm really bad at it and so I have this like I don't know frustrating affiliation with him and so and also like there's no story to it right I'm a story-based yeah. uh, yeah. game person like I love RPGs I love that type of stuff so when you're just like show your mechanical skills I'm like well I'm screwed <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is not gonna be fun for me but you love the movie tell me why please <laughs> okay so for me I watch a lot of movies I'm a big horror buff right okay. um so like I it's it's always really hard to tell like if your assessment of a movie is jaded or not like yeah because just because I've seen so many video game movies come around and then fail right like World of Warcraft the Warcraft movie in particular right like I was a big wow head for a long period of time okay. and that movie was so disappointing because it misrepresented so much of the things that I loved about it okay. and that's where I think Mario has one up sorry for the phrasing there. I, it's fine um, it's this is the right place to do it. <laughs> I think it has a significant leg up on everybody else because of that sort of like very vague storytelling, like, oh, your princess is in another castle. Bowser took Peach and you are playing a hero. Sometimes it's Mario, sometimes it's Luigi, yeah. whoever the character might be, in order to like fix that problem. Right. Okay. And they never get into specifics, never get into they toad sure, politics. They sure don't. <laughs> right. And, and in the movie, I feel like they use that to their advantage. Okay. To sort of be like, we can also be sort of loosey goosey with this, so that we can maintain a pace that would be appropriate for this type of movie, which is why I think this movie is good. Because okay. I feel like the pacing is excellent, even if some of the content falls a little flat. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. Okay. We had very different experiences. Oh, boy. <laughs> I was like, all right, you're not going to bother. To your point, they're not going to bother to build the world. Right? There's no politics. We don't get explanations for anything, question mark. No. <laughs> no. no. And I'm looking at it from the perspective of if you don't know what some of these things are, like, this movie does not make any sense. You know, the plot is paper thin. It's paper Mario thin. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I was, I was just like, where is the story here, right? Like, I know, you know, usually the story of Mario is you have to go rescue the princess, but since the princess is, you know, a participant in it, which I didn't have a problem with. I mean, right. I was like, she could have, she could have had more to do. But, she could have. But I, I was just like, oh, okay, we are really just not going to bother with anything and then we're just going to spend a lot of time warping through pipes and showing off like you know the the basically the levels of this game and rainbow road which all right i love a rainbow road reference but (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i agree too though the the, that is a a misstep i think for sure yeah but like i gotta take a step back and think about like would a narrative have like a really in-depth narrative improved that movie well I think it goes back to the Sonic thing, right? Where I was comparing it to Sonic, where I was like, Sonic is a... I don't, actually, I cannot speak to whether or not the Sonic games have like a plot to them that's mm-hmm. further than collect the rings, you know, fight the bad they guy. They definitely do. It's very do complex. They? Oh, yeah. Really? Yes. Well, yeah, there's a comic book series. There's an extended uh, universe. There's everything. I'm talking about like the OG game, though. Uh, there it, it's it's like context clues, kind okay. of like how old games are like that, like Mega yeah, Man yeah, was yeah. context clues, too. You yeah. Know? yeah. Okay. Interesting. 
Because because for me, you know, the story of Mario original, like obviously all of these things as time has gone on, like has expanded. They've had adaptations that like flesh it out. But at the end of yeah. the day, I'm like, what's the original thing of it? To me, the original thing of Sonic is, you know, got to go fast. And then, and I was like, yeah, they took that. And then they just said, we're going to break that out of everything. It's going to be about him lost in another world and finding his family. And like, yes, we'll bring other elements in, but we're not going to marry ourselves to some of the other things that like people may associate with it. They were willing to build their own lore versus this, which was just like, it's all lore, but we're not going to give you any information. On it. <laughs> That's right. Here's a mushroom. Here's a Koopa. Here's a whatever. I was like, what if you didn't know what they were? <laughs> like, what if you're a little kid? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I think that that movie also relies on the characterization of them kind of being comic booky yeah, or yeah, cartoonish. Yeah. To oh, kind yeah. Of they, they're they're very and, uh, simply coded yeah. and like, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think that's probably good enough for like super young audiences. Yeah. Uh, and because like at watching that with my 31 year old eyes, right? I'm just like, Oh, yeah, th there are some kids jokes in here, but there are like a lot of like, you know, adult jokes threaded in pretty well, too, that are funny or situational humor like this is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. But yeah. No, I, I thought I wanted it to be Bowser's movie. That's my big like pitch to everyone. Arguably it was. Because <laughs> I think, you know, short of the whole like, you know, kidnapping and forced marriage and all the implications of that part of it, I was just like, this is more interesting to me than you know the classic or even luigi's movie like we got luigi's mansion and then they didn't do anything with it right right yeah we got like a minute of reference and that was about it which yeah, is I, kind of what plagued this movie and yeah, either you yes. loved it or you didn't it right I yeah mean, yeah did you see it with friends did you were you like in a was your audience like very into it or was it a, a sort of quieter because i think that usually impacts yeah, that's very that's a good question. So I went with my sister. Mm -hmm. Um I was like, "Hey, let's go see the Super Mario movie." She's like, "I am so down. Let's go." We okay. went and there was a bunch of children in there that were there with their families. Yeah. And so, you know, it was like one of those things where it's like I'm happy I saw it in a the theater, but the mm -hmm. theater experience sometimes can be a little overwhelming. Yes. But to everybody's credit in the theater, they were all very happy and excited, which I okay. think is a good sign. Yeah. You know, but uh but yeah, we received a little bit too. There, the, the theater was packed. We were just too close to people, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get that where you're like, I don't want to begrudge you your, you know, joyful ignorance of theater etiquette, but also right. shush, 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 shush. There was like a lot of adults <laughs> with their kids too, and they were having a good time, you yeah. know? So yeah, it was all right. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. What, were there any outstanding moments to you or like Easter eggs that you were just like, I'm so happy that this was included? So I really, really quite enjoyed, and this is actually kind of a meta conversation, not necessarily about Mario, but I think like them bringing in the Seth Rogen laugh for DK was like one of my highlights. Really? Okay. Yes. Yes. I thought it was so shameless that I loved it. Tell me more. <laughs> uh, so I, it's, it's just the self-awareness, yeah. which I think is what I actually love about this movie yeah. is that it's fan service referential and it's very fast paced and it doesn't it doesn't stop to be like, here's a moral lesson that you have to learn. Mm -hmm. It's just like, here's action, colors and fun. <laughs> and I got to say, incredible orchestration. Yes, I will. The, the music was superb. Like it I, was. I 100 percent I was I, I was thinking that during I was like, well, this music is at least dope because it was like, yeah. oh, it's the video game music, but like rearranged. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think that some of the voice choices uh were off-putting at first because uh -huh. I was just like they're loading this movie up with voices because it's otherwise going to be not great. Right. But I I was surprised to see that that wasn't the case across the board. I think Chris Pratt's performance as Mario was a little flat 
Although Charlie Day's performance as Luigi was really good. Right? Yeah. And I think Seth Rogen's DK was great. Although you could really make a case that it was just him being Seth Rogen. Well, yeah. I mean, I was, I was, I was, I was very vocal. I've been very vocal. I'm not a Chris Pratt person. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, this is not like, I don't see what he brings aside from the name, right? I don't see what he brings to the table here. I wasn't as distracted by it as I thought I was going to be. I was actually the most worried about Jack Black as Bowser. Oh, sure. Yeah. Another very distinct, much like Seth Rogen, like a super distinct voice. And, and, but I was like, oh, I, I got the sense that they did some of the writing for him. You know, they were like, oh, Jack Black as Bowser. We will write him the Princess Peach song. Like we will, we will adjust the character to fit him. And I thought they did a great job, but I Mario again to me Mario the weakest part of the Mario movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree one hundred percent. And to your point about Bowser too, and Jack Black in general, I think it's very clear who on that cast list had had previous experience voice acting for animated characters yeah. and who did not. Yeah. And like Jack Black's like voice, like the Jack Black voice, yeah, wasn't really as naked as I thought it was going to be. He was acting; he was doing a good job. Yeah. The only time it came through is when he was doing that song about Peach. And there's some parts I'm just like, that's just Jack Black singing. And that's perfect for yeah. this, you know, in this yeah. moment. Yeah. What did you think of Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach? I forgot that she was voicing Peach. Okay. I think she did a great job covering up her accents and everything like that. I think it was more effectual than Mario was. Mm-hmm. And then it didn't suffer from like a, like a Padme-Anakin sort of relationship <laughs> where like one of the actors is trying to act out of their mind. The other character is like hand tied by the writing right it didn't feel like that which was good okay i thought she brought a lot of personality and power to peach but it wasn't like as inspirational as i feel like the character was trying to be written as Mm. yes yes i I think it was a little more reserved than yeah than i than i was expecting from that but i was also like it's this fine line of you don't want her to be a bimbo right, right which i do think that the original voice of peach kind of lends itself to and so i was like i see what you're doing here but like she just seemed kind of joyless yeah but at the same time like peach is peach is that character she's yeah. sweet as a peach right yeah until somebody makes her mad and then she like gets down she'll throw a turnip at you and she, yeah exactly she'll throw a toad at you she'll hit yes. you with a pan yes. and i didn't get that and that's yeah. a bummer. <laughs> yes, agreed, agreed. And sp- yeah. well, speaking of Toad, and I love Keegan Michael Key, but me too. Yeah, I don't. He was not as I, I, again. That was missing like the buoyancy of Toad. I, I. Oh, here's a very important question: Who is your go-to player, like character, when you play a Mario game that has like the classic ca- characters available, like a Smash Brothers or something? Mm. Uh, Yoshi or oh, like Smash Brothers? I was well, going to give a Mario no, Kart answer. Not- yeah, oh, give me a Mario okay. Kart answer because okay. Smash Brothers has gotten. I don't know about you. I tapped out of Smash Brothers because it is so complicated now. It is, complicated. and like I, I just I can't do it. Like I'm not. It's it's like one of the subscription e like fight. Well, I mean, it is a subscription game now, but I, right. I just don't have the energy to learn like a new meta every time. Right. Yeah, and that's the problem with some live service games, right? Like it's yeah. just difficult to keep up keep up with it. At just as difficult as it is for them to keep up with consumers, I suppose. Right. Right. Um. But you know. It, Smash Brothers is great, by the way. I'm a big fan. It is really hard to play, though. Yeah, yes. <laughs> um, but, like, if I'm going to go from, like, a Mario Kart perspective, sure, I love yeah. Dry Bones. So I was happy oh, to okay. see Dry Bones in there. Yeah. Um, and then it's either going to be Bowser for the heft 
Okay. Or toad for the speed. See, I'm always a toad person. So yeah. I'm a toad person in most of the Mario Kart games because I do like the speed and he's just hilarious. And, so uh, you know, and so small. And yeah. Or ironically, I do play as Mario a lot just because of the protagonist factor. And mm-hmm. I also have a sister and I will that therefore she's not allowed to play as Mario. You know, it's like the, That's right. I am. I am the lead of this. Right, exactly. Like, you cannot have this. I am that. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't know. I was just expecting like the Mario Kart toad, you know, the like yeah. the the high pitched whatever. And again, I know they're trying not to be that, but I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, they almost made Toad feel like he should have been in a straight jacket instead yes! of just like yeah, that's like an unhinged toad instead yes! of the whole like it's okay, no matter what happens. <laughs> he was just like, No, I'm gonna drag you into danger and I'm committed to you to a fault. Yes. Which is like funny because that's how that character is written, but it doesn't have to be a realistic assessment of the character in that world. That's kind of the joy, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> I yeah, Toad yeah. was uh, like, well, okay. Speaking of psychotic, my absolute favorite character is the most psychotic character in this entire movie and is Luma Lee. So the, oh, like, yes. the star. Yes. I was not like, I don't know. I assume that's a reference to something and like a character I don't know, but I was just like, give me an hour and a half of just this, please. Like, yes. give me the dark depths of the soul of and those moments I was like, oh, there are fun bits in this like buried under the level like transitions for me. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Idris Elba as the King Penguin. Incredible. Is Incredible that voice who put- No. Wasn't that him? No. Was it? It sounded just like Knuckles to me. I, I don't think it was. I feel like they would have trotted that info out in front of the world. Who was it then of- that I'm like mix- mixing with him? I don't know. He sounded just like Knuckles to me. Maybe somebody putting their voice very close to that. I feel like they were trying to do like a very, you know, uh, important voice, but I don't, because, I, you know, you know, they would have milked it for everything it's worth. <laughs> that's very, very true. Yeah. But oh, no, it's Carrie Payton. I'm going to assume that's a Penguin King, the ruler of the Ice Kingdom, decided, oh, man, it was so close. I think they probably coached them to get closer to that, like, because Knuckles is sort of like that sort of voice. It's supposed to be sort of like a, like a royalty sort of thing with yeah. power behind it, right? So very close. Yeah. Oh, I was fooled. <laughs> they, anyway, they got you. <laughs> yeah, I thought Carrie Payton did a wonderful job. I loved the way that that character was voiced. Yes, I did not see that. I guess that was in a trailer that with the penguin stuff, and I hadn't seen it, and so I got to experience that fresh. And I was like, oh, okay, nice. like yes, very well then. But how did you feel about the entire the jungle carts, the the like battle royale, <laughs> <laughs> the, like we're gonna make a whole like Mad Max vehicle? Like <laughs> I I did like that because it was a shout out to the Mario Kart experience when you yes. get to customize and stuff. That was cool. Yeah. Um. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's very no. inefficient, but. <laughs> It was fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and there's something to be said about something just being fun, I guess. The the I mean, you talked about the music earlier, but the greatest music of all time was in that sequence and that's the yes. DK rap and I yes. was delighted. <laughs> there's the, okay, the DK rap, I would say an, a moment that that ties it in my mind was a superstar theme at the very end. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That got me going. I got that gave me shivers for sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I I was thinking I was like I want the soundtrack to this like it's a good pump up soundtrack. It is, it's great. But yeah, the DK rap was incredible. I think that DK's introduction was was incredible too. 
the whole thing with Cranky Kong first and then getting DK and yeah. people wearing the ties and the uh, in the stands is yeah, yeah, like yeah. merch. Oh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> I did. I like. I, I Fred Armisen played Cranky Kong, and I really like Fred Armisen. But again, I thought he was a little much <laughs> for mm-hmm. you know what was going on. And you know, I know that's the character, but I was just like, there were times like everyone can stop yelling now. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. We can we can bring it down and not like it's. <laughs> Everyone chill out, have a banana, like, you know, it's going to be fine. Were there things that you wanted to see in it that you didn't get? Were there like, I'm going to guess Yoshi. I know we got like the, the, you know, a a taste of Yoshi's running around, but. Nearly enough Yoshi. I don't think there was enough booze either. They just ignored that. Yeah. Like we got King Boo, but I, you know. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I liked the King Bomb reference at the end. That was very cool. Um, although a little dark to have him blow up <laughs> yes. Yes. and be like worried about it instead of like a cartoon yes. with like a toasted version of themselves afterwards, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? It was like, oh my God, he's dead. Yeah. Like he just, that, he blew up. That, yeah. that oh, man cool. is dead. Yeah. <laughs> There's um, going to be a whole power vacuum in the kingdom. Like yeah, what are we going to do? Succession? What's the hierarchy? Like? Do they even make bombs that big anymore? Are we just going to have a small one? We need to get a smaller crown, you know? Yeah. Ugh, oh my God. Reforging implications. a crown is. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Um, but actually, ironically, it would be part of that DK Battle Royale scene. We didn't mm. get the classic from Super Smash Brothers wind-up punch. We did not. Yes. I, I, I was waiting for that as well. We did. I, I did. There were moments with the ground pounds and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah. God. Because, my, yeah. my, again, my sister would play as DK for the heft. And, I, you know, I was I hate the ground pound because she would get me with it. I was like, dang it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mario should be dead right now. <laughs> I was like, I thought that was probably the only real thing that I walked away going, oh man, I can't believe they didn't. Because there were moments in that fight when he like held his arm back to punch Mario that I was like, he's going to do two swings or something and like one little glint on the fist, but nothing. I was very surprised. What, what restraint they showed there, but nowhere else. (laughs) Right, right. The one moment where they're like, no, 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 no. We got to hold back. We got to keep something for the Mario Brothers movie too. (laughs) Exactly. I don't think there's really a lot of room for a second one. Uh, did you see the box office numbers on this? I mean, yes, that's insane. But yes. um, and I and I, I have to say, I haven't seen the after credit scene because we had to split right away. So full disclosure, I yes. haven't either. But I know okay. what it is, and okay, it's. Well, do, do you want to? Okay, spoiler alert please, for those people. Please who tell haven't. me. Um, it is. I think it's actually technically a Godzilla reference, and you see a Yoshi egg, like shaking. Oh, and get a okay. hatch. Yes, okay. in, I think it's in Brooklyn, so it's like you know Yoshi is coming. Yeah, so it's okay. it, you know it's not necessarily like I don't think the idea is going to be Yoshi is going to take over, but you know they, be they, 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 they yeah yeah <laughs> they have set up. Give me Yoshi story the movie a, in a heartbeat. Like yes. I will take the Yoshi story movie, yes. but I don't think there's a way we don't get a sequel to this movie, I <laughs> and think I, we'll get a I'm sequel, upset yeah. about that, but. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I am too because I think that this movie, um, one of the reasons why I think it's good, and I know that we said that we disagreed about pacing earlier, but it's it's a buck thirty two, and it yeah. felt like it respected my time. You know, yeah, no, I, I I give it that. I I had the same thought where I was like, all right, if this was a minute longer, I would have been pissed off, but I'm right. fine with it. And again, I didn't have a terrible time at it. I just. I'm worried about the fact that there's a lack of story and that, you know, it made so much money. And so people are going to, you know, the the next wave of what can we turn into a movie 
comes as a byproduct of that. And for every Sonic, we get 10 other, you know, I don't I don't even have examples. Of, well, actually, I do, but they're all like not mm. fully animated. You know, I don't know if you saw like Monster Hunter. That's the one that comes to mind that I couldn't stand. Yeah, I was yeah. just like, and I liked the Monster Hunter games. Me you too. Know, very much. Yeah. But I was like, the story here is. There were five minutes of that movie that were good. I don't even remember if there were five minutes that were good. It's but when they were sure. setting up the traps before they got across all the sand. I was like, this is Monster Hunter. They're setting up traps. They're doing the thing. They're making their I weapons. I repressed all memories. Of- I don't blame you. Nobody <laughs> does. Nobody does. I try not to, you know, because a lot of effort goes into making movies and things like that. But are there, a, you've already mentioned Warcraft and we mentioned Monster Hunter. Are there any mm-hmm. ones that you were, we'll just say disappointed with the adaptation of that stand out to you? You know, I avoid a lot of these movies on purpose. And the sure. ones that I, I dip my toe into are because I like the IP. Monster Hunter mm-hmm. or Warcraft being a good example. Yeah. So I don't have too, too many, thankfully, on the top of my head that I can't even really remember. Okay. Um, but I have seen the original Mario Brothers movie from, you know, the 90s, right? I think so. I literally had this discussion. Or was it late 80s? I can't remember. I want to say it's actually like 93 early 90s which okay. is deeply upsetting uh because <laughs> it feels like it's a movie made in like something okay it's okay it's 1993 i was i'm not wrong it is 90 okay wow yeah. nice yeah uh only again only because i had this like conversation a couple days ago and we were like it was from 1993 <laughs> and a fun fact about that jurassic park came out the next week those are two movies um, that were in the same but think about like the quality of those movies and then but they both had velociraptors, so they there is did. some theming. There, yes, you know? yeah, dinosaurs were in the air. Yeah, <laughs> I hope that when they, if they make the second Mario movie, which they will, and it which is based will. around Yoshi being in Brooklyn, they don't try to make it photorealistic at all, please. I Not think, even a little bit. Yeah, I think they. I I did. You know, I thought they did like a good job with the the three D like modeling of it and like the candy coatedness of it. it. I didn't get the sense that they were trying to do like a you know like the uh, the original Super Mario Bros movie where they're yeah. just like yeah here's the most horrifying Koopa you've ever seen in your entire life. Like this will haunt your dreams for eternity. Have fun. Very true. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just hoping that they don't make like if there's a big one that they're like oh this one's bigger so he's got to look scarier. Oh. Like I like the idea of just a Godzilla sized regular Yoshi. Yes. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's terrifying in of itself with that long tongue and everything. He's so fast, he can run Think in the air. Think about how big Very the scary. egg he would poop out would be. Oh like, my gosh, and he can throw it? How many omelets could you make with <laughs> Oh, now we're getting into Neopets territory right now. Oh my, oh my God. <laughs> Which, a fun fact, turns out that game is still running. Is that true? Yes. Oh, well, I know what I'm doing tonight. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, I we Again, this was a, a weird rabbit hole that happened over the holidays once where my sister figured out her Neopets login and they oh were gosh. not dead. I don't think they can die. I think it's like Pokemon where they like no, faint, but like yeah. it was, they were just starved and it had been decades yeah. and, but yeah. Sad, dirty, that, tired. Yeah. The site is still going. I don't know what it's wow. running on. I don't know what it, I feel like it was like a JavaScript site, but yeah. It was... Yeah, it's certainly not Flash anymore, that's for certain. Oh, yeah. No, maybe it was Flash back in the day, but you're right. Yeah, I think they, the games which, were, yeah. Which means somebody took the time to update the Neopets site to oh a gosh. degree. 
Well, anyway, for those Blessings listening, if you don't get the, that person, yeah. th- that's right. And they, they're doing God's work. Yes, they really are. But yeah. if um, if you're listening, you don't know what we're talking about. The reference is that there's just a big omelet that you can get free yes. food from every day yes. in that game for your yes. pets. A, a so. Yoshi, a Godzilla Yoshi sized <laughs> omelet. You're right. Yeah, we are assuming that people would know what it is. But she's like, oh, God, what a, what a niche reference. But not. I, 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 feel I don't more, know. Yeah. I feel like it was more ubiquitous than... It definitely was. Yeah. Then people will, are willing to admit. <laughs> but not as much as Mario. No, of course. Yeah, Mario is right. a, a, a much, much longer yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> but Neopets movie coming in 2025. I, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I would actually kind of like, if they did it right, it could be fun. I don't think that that IP has the, has the potential yeah. yeah, or the legs for a really great movie you know i think we would get a tamagotchi movie before we got a oh uh, i could see a tamagotchi movie also about eggs and poop perfect yes is there is there a video game out there that you would like to see adapted mega man Uh, well we've had haven't we had i think we did but it was not great okay i want one that's based on um the the what's the battle network ones the ones that were on game boy that were really good uh-huh. that had it had like a very digimon sort of vibe where it was like a kid with a device and uh he was helping mega man and the on the internet essentially well do i have news for you it yes it turns out that netflix and this is in 2021 so who knows if they're still doing it uh was gonna make is gonna make a live action adaptation okay I don't know. I haven't heard any news about it since, so... I don't know how I feel about that anymore because I just don't trust Netflix in the same way I used to. Well, uh, yes and no. I I agree with you, but I thought, well... How did you feel about The Witcher? Did you play The Witcher? I played Witcher 3 for about three hours, and then I was like, yeah. You didn't like it? It felt a little bit too clunky for me, and I I understand that there's like a learning curve. It's, it was the same thing with Dragon Age Inquisition, where the combat is awful until you get used to it. Okay. Um, and I just didn't give The Witcher that much time, and I really should have, or should in the future. Yeah. Um, but I watched the TV series. And did you like the TV series? Oh, of course. Okay, interesting. It was spectacular. Yeah, but well, that's, that has a lot to do with the charm that Henry Cavill brought to the character and the way that it was written. And again, pacing, I think, is excellent. Mandalorian is another show that has excellent pacing, you know? And I think that that really carries these sorts of characters that would otherwise be a little bleak for longer than 25 minutes at a time. I, okay, so we're switching into series now. Last of Us, did you watch it? I have not because I really? haven't finished the games yet. No. Oh, okay. But I do love both of the actors. Pedro Pascal and Ramsey are both incredible. So yes. I have no doubts when people are like, it's good. I'm like, of, co- of course it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's very, so I got very obsessed with The Witcher, the game, Witcher 3. And I'm very, again, like I said, I'm bad at platformers. I'm bad at anything that effectively like requires skill or coordination. But you said you played Monster Hunter and that's all that game is. I didn't say I was good at Monster Hunter. Oh, that's fair. That's (laughs) fair. I'm the same way. (laughs) I played a lot of it. I'm pretty sure it was like a pandemic purchase for me. Okay, you know yeah. who got me into it, Liz. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, that Liz tracks. got me very into it. <laughs> I didn't have the online, like, subscription, so it was just, you know, there were a bunch of, like, live ops that required groups, and I was just like, well, I'm going to die, yeah. <laughs> and, like, didn't yeah. do it. But, you know, that I wasn't worried about the story, but I got really, I loved The Witcher 3, even though I was not great at it, because I also, I think you could adjust the, the, like, challenge setting, so I was like, all right, fine. Mm-hmm. But because I'd played through the whole thing, I didn't love the show as much because I thought the game did a better job of the storytelling. It's also 
hard to compare because it's, I don't know how many hours I sank into it, but, you know, condensing it down and then it didn't map to like my vision of the adaptation of it. And, you know, um, I thought Henry Cavill was fine, but some of the the female characters, I was like, this is not, this is confusing. Like, what have you reduced them to? Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on here. And I thought they didn't do a great job of distinguishing like the story, the, the, the time periods within it. Yeah. Because it does take place like not, not, you know, I was gonna say non-continuously, um, non-linearly, uh, in in his story, and so I was just like, even though I knew what the story was, I was having trouble following it, and I was like, what is happening? I just think there's like things they could have done to make it easier. Yeah, but yeah, I I do think as far as video game adaptations go, it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I would agree. The the well, I haven't played too too much of the game. Yeah, um, I got a little taste, so I can definitely extrapolate and completely see where you're coming from. Yeah. but I just haven't spent the time. I need to soak in that universe. It just yeah, sounds yeah, it so is cool, and it's also it's so dark. <laughs> like, of course, yeah. But I don't know how far you made it, stories. but there's some like dark as hell. Like one of the first things mm-hmm. that like the missions you have to play through is, uh, you know, just horrifying. <laughs> yeah okay i I feel like fantasy lends itself to that sort of that sort of stuff now in order to be taken sort of seriously it's like oh this is not goofy fantasy this is serious fantasy right we can shoot fireballs and make people fall in love or whatever but does this troll deserve to live or die right yeah yeah yeah. let's let's bring him to court and have a right oh he's got a family yeah oh oh save his family (laughs) right oh it makes more sense right and that's interesting because it's a break from traditional storytelling in that sphere right but how much how much of that can you do before it gets you know rote right right yeah um but uh uh last of us i highly recommend i also didn't finish the games because i couldn't (laughs) i kept getting stuck and murdered and i was just like i give up i can't do this i give up yeah but yeah i think it's a really great show game but i'm i'm cautiously optimistic for i think horizon zero dawn is getting made into a series yeah yeah yeah, that could be good. I think that one's really going to heavily rely on Cassian again because there's a yes. lot of characterization with Aloy yes. and she carries that game with her personality. Yep. I mean, the game is fantastic mechanically. Yeah. If we're talking about getting you invested emotionally, Aloy does a lot of heavy lifting. Right? Well, I, I get kind of annoyed by Aloy. <laughs> but that, but that's also like part of that is intentional, I think. Yes, that, oh, right? 100%. Sure. Yeah. She's supposed to be a little impetuous right yeah yeah just a, just a little bit <laughs> well, and she's, you know she's had she's had some things thrown at her and so i understand why her character is and some of this is just because like i'll walk away and like make a sandwich or something and leave it and if you leave it the mechanic of the game is to like have her talk to herself yeah yeah because yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like you basically she drops hints and i i remember uh i was playing it over the holidays and my family was around and it you know so it was on like the learning tv and my mother just kept being like what is this crazy woman doing like who is she talking to like is she talking to us and i was like no it's just a it's no. a hinge mecha- just no and she's yeah. like she's so annoying i was like i know <laughs> people said the same thing about the protagonist and forespoken though too oh i'm not and- familiar with that game um, it was a it's a, ga- a game video game only nowhere else sort of thing and it was like a brand new like triple a title uh-huh. uh one of the first games introduced to the 70 dollar tier oh my and the main character is like from new york okay she's she's black and she's going like the beginning opening scene is kind of problematic but okay. then she's transported to this fantasy world where uh-huh. her attitude from her life experiences in new york uh-huh. clash really heavily with people talking with thousand bees and stuff ah, right yes. and she's yeah, just like sure. you're stupid you know like <laughs> <laughs> yes yes and people didn't like it and i thought it was brilliant 
interesting. But it's another character that because of their age was written to be a little bit more annoying because Mm -hmm. I mean, from a traditional point of view from writing, because it's a younger character and that's how people that are 16 or 17 talk. Yeah. You know, but do they talk that way to themselves? I think that was the beef with it. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair enough. That is fair (laughs) enough. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying. I, I, uh, Yeah, I sometimes find Aloy actually to be a little preachy. Definitely. But, but I think yeah. it's also like just the writing of the game. I don't think it's, well, I mean, it's not the voice actress's fault, but yeah, right. that's one. And I, I think it's it's interesting because we see things like Sonic and Mario and even Detective Pikachu adapted into films. And again, my my big challenge with them is like, you know, the thing about a video game is the joy of it is being able to sink hours and hours and hours and hours into it. And so how are you going to express that in film is going to be really hard. You're probably going to try and do it as a series. And that's why I do think a lot of like the movies don't do is or, or don't resonate as well because you're like, you have to either try and cram so much into it or, you know, people are going to be like, well, you missed the thing with the thing and the stuff. It's like, yeah, but that's, that's, that would be hours long. And then that's a series. <laughs> I, yeah. 100% agree. And I think we kind of see like that sort of difference there, like really emphasized with things like projects like Arcane. Yes, um, yeah. where as a series, it needed all the space and breathing room that it took. And yeah. if that had been even a two and a half hour movie, it would have felt so rushed. None of the characters would have felt complete. The time skip would have been out of place, you yeah. know, but other games like we're talking about Mario being kind of open concept almost to a degree. Right. Tron Legacy was I loved Tron Legacy. Yeah. Um, and that and Tron is a very, very, this is just kind of a game you play with the rollerball and stuff and whatever, yeah. like, and it has the first movie to go off of loosely from the narrative, but it kind of just takes its own direction and it succeeds from that. Yeah. But a movie like the original Super Mario Brothers, which is like, what if we made it photorealistic and a little grimdark? Like that doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Yes. Although now like Super Mario Brothers holds this weird space of like, Cult cult classic. classic. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Where I'm just like, <laughs> I don't hate it as much as I should. But I also didn't grow up with it, right? So I sure. and because I don't have the Mario affinity, I was I'm not like offended by it. I'm not like, how dare you adapt this? And what are you thinking doing? Actually, I am still like, what are you thinking doing casting Bob Hoskins? <laughs> it's not that he's a bad, you know, but I was just like, what? <laughs> is there another movie that is like famously bad that you or not even famously bad, but just as a bad movie that you love? There are so many movies that are bad movies that I love. Roland Emmerich movies. Yeah, fair enough. The Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage. Most of Nick Cage's movie. <laughs> the Wicker Man is the one with the bees, right? That's the it same is, with the bees? With the bees okay, and the bear punch and the. the oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's, it's just like a walking meme. And I, yeah. I think it's one that has become a cult classic as a byproduct of like the internet age, which I, I highly recommend watching if, uh, you know, people haven't seen it yet. Right. I also recommend the original Christopher Lee one, which is actually scarier and, you know, like serious and horror-y, but this, I, I don't do horror movies. And so like okay. The Wicker Man is like the, the, the sort of limit of what I can uh, handle. Yeah. Fair enough. Yes. Scream 6 was really good though. You should go see I, it. I've never seen a Scream movie. Hmm. You yes. could probably get away with it and still well, so enjoy we, it. We had but, this yeah. discussion in the other round table for it where my, you know, the other two saw it and I was just like, I don't think I, I we, <laughs> we, they were like, no, it's, it's, we, we thought about being like, should we just go cold? Like, should I go cold and they'll have seen it? And we were just like, no, it's not. It, it definitely benefits from having seen the other ones, but yeah. I don't think it like breaks it. But yeah, I mean, yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Do you have any cult classics? That you are willing to admit to? (laughs) 100%. And it is, I I have one answer for you, and it's Dragonheart. (laughs) 
Oh my god. Okay. I love Dragonheart. I'm obsessed. No, I'm fully I'm fully on board with this. Dragonheart is I remember seeing it in theaters and just being like, what is happening? Here? Dennis Quaid being as Dennis Quaid as possible. Yes. Uh Sean Connery being the voice of Draco. The voice of the dragon is Right. Yeah. And then I can never remember the actor. He was Remus Lupin in Harry Potter. And then he was in a bunch of other oh, films. Thewlis. That's I can never remember his name. I always feel so bad. Um, <laughs> I think he's doing okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm just saying, I just feel bad because he's in so many movies that yeah, I, yeah, you know, yeah. that I like or have liked or whatever the case might be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just being like the, the rude self important again, to use the word impetuous prince, right? Yeah. Like it, it, that movie's got everything. It, it really does. I, it does. I love it. And also just from like a technical perspective, like the fact that Phil Tippett worked on it and all that stuff is mm, just like mm-hmm. as a as a graphics nerd, I'm I'm just obsessed with it. Dragonheart is a great one. It is. It yeah. Is. I also put uh, National Treasure. I love uh, so I'm a big Nick Cage person. And so I will put most of his movies on my lists of, you know, arguably good, arguably bad, like yeah. classics. The Day After Tomorrow is also one that I will watch anytime it's on television. Is that considered bad? I don't know at this point, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. like, it's like, or the core is another one that I watched. Oh, anytime that's a bad television. movie. Yeah, that's it's good. a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's a good movie though, too. Yeah. I think the Resident Evil movies kind of fall into this category as well, where yeah. they're like over the top campy, but really have success from that choice. Yeah. But also technically video game adaptations. Right. You know? Yeah. Bring yes. it back in. All but right. again, have never seen them because they're scary. <laughs> oh, Yeah. Yeah. They're like action horror, which is like a weird version of horror where you're like, well, it's a monster, but they're going to get punched in the face. So like, how scary are they? I guess. Yeah, it's anything that has like a jump scare or like a, a creepy oh. crawly or like a dark, like something's going to pop out at you. Mm-hmm. I can't do. And so ironically, like Last of Us was a very challenging show for me to watch because, you know, no spoilers, but it, I mean, spoilers, but not spoilers, right? We're in just like yeah. mushroom you, zombies, you know, mushroom zombies are coming right. and like <laughs> you played. I played like halfway through the first game and, you know, when the clickers come and all this, I was just like, oh, God, so I'd like turn the sound off sometimes in order to be able to watch yeah. it. Like, and I, I couldn't watch it the night that night. I'd have to watch it like sat the next morning and, and like not go on the Internet. So I didn't see spoilers, even oh though, again, gosh. I know how the story resolves at yeah. least for the yeah. first part of it. Like, but still, yeah, all the same. Yeah. Horror is horror. It's, it is about those small moments. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. even a, a terrible Shyamalan movie. I'm like, I know exactly what you're about to do. I've seen a couple of his and, you know, I'm like, I know what you're going to do because you follow every trope in the book. And I've seen mm-hmm. a couple of the classic horrors and, you know, I've seen some of it. And so I'm just like, I know from a filmmaking perspective, what you're, and I'm still like, no, 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 no. People can't see I'm covering yeah. my ears and, you know, like shrinking down. I'm like, no, 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 no. Well, The so. Village is another, and now that you bring up Shyamalan, The Village is another movie where I'm not sure if it's considered bad or good anymore. I always thought it was really good and I enjoyed it. Uh, I think it was considered bad and now is considered good. Man, I can't keep up. <laughs> I don't I don't know. That's the other thing. Like again, not having seen any of that, like, yeah, it's it's very interesting, like what the sort of uh advent of streaming and accessibility like has done for movies, you know. Where but this this sort of like approaches a question that I wanted to ask you today mm. about this, and this is gonna tie back into Mario. Oh is that this sort of shift, right, of like of public perception of these movies of what is considered good, what is considered bad. Yeah. And then having sort of like a reverse meta conversation about it too at the very same time. Yeah. And then building on top of that what is then considered good meta conversation about what is good and bad or right. bad conversation what's good and bad, right? Yeah. The Mario movie to me, when people mm-hmm. ask me how it was, I'm like, it wasn't a good movie, but it was great cinema. 
Oh, okay. Interesting. Like, I, I love the experience of watching it in the theater. Okay. I would, I mean, it's so, such semantics, but I would say right. it's not a good film, mm. but people enjoyed it as a movie, if that makes sense. That makes more sense to me. I'm not as yeah. qualified. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, but this is the thing, right? Like, it's different, different things mean different things to different people, right? right? So, like, cinema, I'm like, oh, I could see the argument for, like, a cinematic experience, right? Where right. the, right. the ambiance of the audience does impact it. And I think... Things like horror and comedy are ones that like are are so heavily influenced by the audience around you because they are meant to be communal experiences. 100%. And so that can make or break a good slash bad movie is like Cocaine Bear is did you I don't know if you saw Cocaine Bear. I, I haven't seen it yet. No, okay. no, 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 no. But I have a group that I'm going to watch it with. We just okay. haven't done it yet. <laughs> OK, because I think that's an interesting one that like what knew it wanted to be. It was like trying to court cult classic ness yeah. right with it's yes. like semi self-aware and there's like memeable things and stuff like that i don't know if it succeeds and i think that if i had seen it with a less invested audience who like were clearly there because they're like it's a movie called cocaine bear like what you know right we must right. know yeah. um i think i would have been much less uh, uh Im not impressed by it but i would have had a much less like good time at it versus you know, if I'd seen it streaming at home, I'd be like, oh, okay, you know. So yeah. I think it's a make or break where the, exactly. the, the cinematic experience, like, 100%, you know, changes it. But there's also the question of, you know, I, as someone who's on, like, the critic side of it, we have different things that we, you know, evaluate it from. And then you look at something like the Rotten Tomatoes Mario scores where it's, like, 57% yeah. rotten, 96% audience, like, approved. And I'm just like – well. That's fine. That's there's nothing wrong with it. Like, right. Well, I think that's just very different. Like, th I think this movie is a golden example of like uh, when somebody leaves it and they have to say, "Oh, did you like that movie? Yes or no?" And they're just like, "Yes." But you have to, if you ask them why, they couldn't articulate it. Yeah. And the more they think about it, write it down. Like maybe on paper this wasn't as great, and that affects their score even a little bit, and then that compounds, right? Yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I haven't written a movie review for like two decades. I did when I was younger, I think, for a couple of like websites. But yeah, yeah, that that sphere is interesting. That gap is people are talking about that review gap. Well, yeah, I think that that has become to talk about the meta on top of it. Right. That becomes right. like part of the conversation around it. Right. Where if everyone's in agreement, it's this like, oh, OK, cool. It's a good movie or it's a bad movie, you know, right. but but they the opportunity to sort of exploit that for the marketing and this and that, you know, it's there's a narrative to be woven around. Well, the audiences love it and therefore the critics are wrong or like the critics love it and therefore the audiences are wrong. You know, yeah. all that all that stuff is just I'm like, look, everyone like art is such an individual experience that I I never want to discount somebody's opinion about something even though I kind of jokingly do it all the time I'm like no <laughs> if you enjoyed this movie I'm so happy for people who enjoyed this movie because I'm like that was 90 minutes of your life you're not getting back and so if it was well spent huzzah you right 100 like, agree and like yeah. likewise too the other way around is like i can absolutely see why somebody wouldn't care for this movie on a technical level yeah or like if they're doing an on-paper review pro con list like that con list might be a little longer than the pros even if i think the pros are spectacular like that just makes sense <laughs> yeah and well so when I, when I say like a review i'm always like look here's where i'm coming at it from here's what i think like if you are you know dungeons and dragons recently came out uh -huh. and i'm just like 
look, I'm not a D&D player, even though I've tried to be because I can't find a group <laughs> that will like successfully time. Like it's not worked that's, out, but it's. That's the real boss battle right there. Right, exactly. Yeah. But I was like, mm-hmm. I like the idea of D&D. I like the lore of it. As someone who is not familiar, but is like a heavily invested fantasy person, like here's how I think you will enjoy this movie. If you don't know this stuff, here's how I think you will enjoy it. And if you love it, here's how, you know, go forth. That's my, that's, that's where I stand on it. Right. Yeah, but this leads me to an important question. We're watching what? What have you been watching lately? Oh, is this all movies or is it? Can this, this is also all, be television movies, shows? TV, whatever you've been watching. It doesn't have to right. be recent. It's just whatever you are excited about. Okay, currently watching Mandalorian. Okay. Um, the uh, the release of the latest My Hero Academia series has okay. <laughs> been coming out. I'm a big fan of of anime series, but one at a time. Oh, interesting. One okay. at a time. I okay. can't I can't do the 12 at a time thing that some people can do. Can you are you somebody who waits to watch them weekly? Do they come out weekly or are they typically like It's a bit um, it's a bit complicated cuz like My Hero Academia is the probably arguably the only anime where I will watch exclusively the English dub because okay. I love the voice actors. Okay. But I always watch it subtitled with original Japanese audio besides and so with that, this one comes with a little bit of a caveat, right? Because yeah. uh, it depends on if there's an issue coming overseas and then the dub team or if there's delays. Like during pandemic, there was huge gaps in the Attack on Titan um, contingency, like between what was airing somewhere else and the yeah. dub team being able to do it, which yeah. didn't affect me because I watch it in Japanese anyway. <laughs> but they were like months apart oh, during wow. pandemic. Okay. Yeah. So it was But wild. do you wait for the whole series to release or do you watch them weekly or do they come I'm- out? I'm a binger, but okay. I'll do them like in two or three chunks. I'll wait a few weeks and then do it. If okay. I wait too long, I'll forget. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's so much stuff out there that like, right. you know, if you if you don't like watch something while the iron is hot, like I totally yeah. get that. Okay. It's not that like I forget because I have like, and there's nothing else there. It's like I forget because, oh, Mandalorian is starting now and I have to focus on this, right? Yeah. Like that's very different. But besides that, I just I watch up to three horror movies with a group of friends uh, every Saturday night. We oh, make wow. a point, um, and then we we you know filter in other movies and stuff as well. I'm tr- like right now, I'm lobbying for a John Wick night. Oh yes, but highly recommend. <laughs> I just I haven't seen any of them. <gasps> I know. Oh um, oh I no I'm so excited for you. Really? Yeah, to get to experience it for the first time. I hear they're incredible, but how would they be back to back to back? Well, let me tell you, as someone who did it. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay. Um, okay, so I, I didn't do it for number four, but I did it because I didn't, I, I was also not, like, it wasn't that I wasn't a fan. I just didn't see them until the third one came out and I was like, the first two came out before I was like officially doing reviews. So I just, they didn't make it to my radar. And so I was like, all right, everyone talks about these. I got to catch up. So I did one, two, three, basically in a row. And I was like, well, this is, you know, a lot, but also fantastic. And so I I think one, two, three, four will be I mean it's a four is long. Yeah, <laughs> it's like two yeah. and a half, almost three. Yeah. Maybe do one, two and then three, four. But yeah, I, I think it, it also takes place in a very short amount of time. So I think it'll be a fun, like, you know, the like the amount of time between what happens in the events of one to what happens in the events of four is apparently not supposed to be that long. And so Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. I might have to look up like a like a, a guide or Something where people are talking about like run times and stuff and how you should pace it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Now I'm even more excited. I was already pretty excited because I love Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yeah. Which is, I think, a universal opinion. Yes. <laughs> there's only one correct opinion on that. That like right. everyone's entitled to their movie opinions, but as Keanu Reeves as a person, there's only one correct opinion. Right. <laughs> <Yes>. Exactly. <laughs> 
But aside from that, uh, we recently watched through all the Scream movies in order to catch up okay. so we could go Perfect. see Scream 6 in theaters, which I did, yeah. which was great. That was a ride uh, through a long period. of That's like two decades of, of film, you yeah. know? So it's it's really interesting to watch it from beginning to end and see how the same IP is handled because of how closely you watch them all together. It's very easy to forget if you watched it when it came out, yeah. each of them, right? It's cool to see them. You don't get mer- very many series that have such a strong presence over that many years, you well, know. Well, uh, let me tell you. Look at like Fast and the Furious as an example. Yeah. Where, which I, I you want to talk about bad movies? I love like Fast and the Furious. I, I also did not, or I, I, you know, I saw the original when I came out, and I saw two, I think, and then I tapped out until like seven, and then yeah. I went back. Yeah. But you know, the plot of the first one is they are stealing DVD players, and it's just like, and now they're not uh, even Blu-ray. Like not even no Blu-ray did not <laughs> Blu-ray would not be invented for several years. <laughs> like, Oh these are gosh. old school DVD players, and now it's like we're going to space. <laughs> like, yeah, like the 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 time capsuling of our world through the, the eyes of Vin Diesel is truly spectacular. <laughs> True, I'm a big fan of the Riddick series as well. So you know, it's hard I to have, argue. I've seen the first one, but I have not seen uh, a, mm-hmm. a ton of those. Are those? But- a- no, they're a comic book. I think. They're not a game, right? I don't know. Anyway. I think they might have made one into a game, but I believe it was. I don't think they started as a game. No, no, I don't think so. I have no idea where Pitch Black lands in the entire universe of Riddick, you know, but it's very Dune-y, you Yes, yeah, I've heard that. Um, Is it a game? It's great. I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, Is there anything you're looking forward to? My view ahead is almost limited to video games right now, just because that space is very, very full. Well, you can, um, I mean, you can talk about video games. I'm trying to think. <laughs> there's, a new, there's a new DLC for Vampire Survivors that came out today. I'm very excited to play. Um, <laughs> but that's a very small sort of like brain dead sort of game, right? More of like a self-therapy sort of game, which sure. I think is just as valid as any other video game, for, to, just to be clear. I'm not familiar uh, with that game, but I am I'm pro, you know. It's like a just like a bullet hell sort of game where you level up stuff. So you know, remember those like like um, those games where you play like a fighter jet and you'd be going up like a, like a military base or whatever, and and then like people would come down in waves, like planes oh. and stuff, and they shoot bullets. Yes, 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 yes. And you have to like make sure you, yeah, just okay. narrowly avoid. That's a bullet hell game. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But beyond that, you know, not a whole lot. It's it's kind of it's kind of frustrating in this world where now we have like I can't trust when I see a trailer for a game anymore. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good or bad. So I try to just avoid most of it. What is the last great game you think you played or you feel you played? Oh, that's newer or just in general? Either. I thought Forspoken was good, even though everybody else disagrees with me in the entire (laughs) world. Um, (laughs) Not the entire world. I've seen some consenting opinions. Okay, okay. (laughs) Um, But I really have Elden Ring. I finally got to it a year later. God. A year later, I got to Elden Ring and I played it for three weeks straight, got like 120 some odd hours in it, didn't sleep, and I'm in love. It is my whole – if I was seven years old, that would have been my entire personality. <laughs> it would have been. I Again, a game I've never touched because I'm just like death, immediate death. I can't – you know, there's no fun oh, in this man. for me. <laughs> but you want to talk about extensive fantasy narrative world building. Like, I'm sure, but it's just oh. so hard. <laughs> it is. It's known for being difficult. That's true. I know. Yeah. What was the 
original what was the early one in the series um oh yeah dark souls dark souls right? or, yes. or demon souls so there's demon souls dark souls one through three and then elden ring is like the yeah i yeah. remember my buddy when i it, i was in college was like i'd go over and watch him play and i was just like what is happening here and he's like a very calm person but when he would die you know it was just like like table flip you know because yeah. it's just it's so much invested into it and then the comp uh, that, that game is like the antithesis of what brings me joy because I'm so bad at it. Like it's, it's Mario <laughs> times like the devil and demons and, you know, all the bad. <laughs> like, so I had never played a Souls game prior to playing Elden Ring. Oh, wow. And But I played like a lot. I've played every Assassin's Creed I'm sorry. game. And you said you have trouble with the mechanics of like Witcher. Like yeah. you should be able to own Witcher if you can do yeah, Elden like, Ring. I know like, it's different. Like, right. Yeah, right. When, when you go clunkier. into Elden yeah. Ring, you're like, this is built to be this way. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then in Witcher, I was like, this feels like it's kind of getting in the way of what I expect, which is not a fair assessment for me yeah. either. You know? Yeah. Again, I need to give it more than just like five hours, right? I, d- so. I, d- I highly recommend. I don't know. Witcher is like a darker version of my cup of tea of a game. I'm just oh, like, awesome. I'm, it's, it's my cup of tea, but like, you know, I, 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 a Dragon Age is probably like more my. Okay, good. So yes. my Inquisition reference earlier was, was oh, spot on. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good I, deal. What is it? Dragon Hold Age on. is so good. I'm waiting for the fourth one. I was saying this to people last night. Inquisition, this no two was the annoying one, right? Yeah, two was the one that people didn't care for. They really changed the combat in it, and it upended a lot of stuff, right? No, it wasn't the combat they changed. It was the like dial or the open world exploration mechanics that were the most annoying part because it was just like the the maps were limited, and you were like assigned a character instead of. Oh, you know, getting to sort of create your own. And even though you are, you are the same character in the other ones, but you know, there's more, there's more um, flexibility in your choices versus this where it's just like, you are boy or girl version. Choose. (laughs) Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, "Um, okay. And you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I the only one I really played was three. So, oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, I know. Interesting. I, yeah, it's just like I, my my palette for gaming really matured very quickly later on, like uh-huh. when I was able to start purchasing these games for myself. Sure, that um, yeah. Because before that, I was an MMO player. I didn't need another game. There's only one video right. game in the world, and it was World of Warcraft at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But now that you're giving me more time to think about it, I do have two other things I'm looking forward to. If you, if you're interested, I am. Okay, one is the DLC for for uh, Scarlet and Violet. Okay, yeah, I was surprised you did not say Scarlet and Violet for, but I know to, they're yeah. they, you know pe- they've had their issues. Uh. They have, but you know it's difficult to think of DLC as like a game release that I'm excited for. Right? I mean, if it's comprehensive enough, like it's its own game. That's the yeah, thing I think about it. Kind of like, will be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other one is Jedi Fallen Order. You mean Survivor? That's the one. Thank you. Yes. 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 <laughs> it's been so, such a long time. I need to play through the first one before this one comes out. But I am very quickly running out of time. Yes. But yeah, Jedi Survivor looks incredible. Everything about it just screams that it's going to be my next favorite game. Yeah, I know people are very excited for that one. Full disclosure, I have not played Scarlet Violet yet. I actually don't think I finished Sword Shield. That's okay. A lot of people didn't. Yeah. Well, everyone was playing it. I was like, I want to play too. And then I just got 
I got stuck in the open world area and and kept just roaming around yeah. and yeah. trying to level up or looking for things. And then I'd be like, oh, yeah, I guess I should go fight some gym leaders. That style of gameplay, though, is much more rewarded in Scarlet and Violet. Is so, it? Yeah. The, the open world stuff is great because, like, uh, you know, like the whole let's go thing where you can make your, your Pokemon fight without fighting them. Yeah. It was great for me because I'm an open world Ubisoft fanboy, right? So, like. Yeah. <laughs> I get, but I'm always like, oh no, I don't want them to do it without, because I, I like, what if they miss the thing? What if they mess up the thing? Like, this is like the go plus dilemma, you know, where it's just right. like, no, exactly. what if it misses it? Exactly. <laughs> well, if you end up picking it up and you're like, man, I wish I had people to do seven star raids with, hit me up because we'll do I, it. No, this is the thing. I also am too cheap to buy the online stuff. And so I don't uh, like play, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so silly. It's cutting off my nose despite my face, but. <laughs> I finally thought of a movie i was excited to see but it, it, it's not worth going back for now i don't think yes it is do it okay all right so aside from video games i do have one movie now that you give me an ample amount of time to remember <laughs> okay get me with it <laughs> the, it's actually a thing coming out this weekend um the pope's exorcist looks incredible i'm so excited again i know this is not gonna hit <laughs> with you because you're not you're not a horror fan but i am and it looks so I... good Gerard Butler, right? Yeah. No, yeah. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Oh, this happened to me before. This is not the first time I've made that mistake. Because this is my thing. <laughs> Russell like, Crowe. If ironically, okay, you want to talk about terrible movies now. To bring it back to what your question earlier. Now, if Gerard Butler is in a movie, I'm just like, this is probably going to be a disaster. I would like to see it. <laughs> like, because he's made that, you know, the 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 blank has fallen, the like yeah. plane movie, you know, all this. And also I heard that like plane is getting a sequel, which I don't understand how based on like Geostorm, like sign me up for all that, <laughs> all of it, all of it. But the fact that Russell Crowe is in it, I was just like, what is he doing like what is happening here? This I don't, I don't know. I, I it just yeah, it doesn't movie. look like a real movie that like should be out in theaters. No, I agree. I one hundred percent agree. I'm like, what other timeline did this come from? Yeah, that Russell Crowe. Now that I remember who it is, thank you very much. <laughs> it, it is doing this sort of movie because to me that should have been like a, a B list celebrity with the insane title, the premise, everything. And how do they get Russell Crowe? I, and well, I don't think. Russell Crowe is the only famous person in that video either, or in that movie either. Really? I mean, that doesn't surprise me. But I always ask myself, I was like, okay, do you owe money for taxes? Do you, you know, do you need to pay off a vacation home? Have you been in trouble lately? Like, you know, all these questions. No, I think he's the biggest name by far. He is the biggest name by far. Yeah. The only reason that I recognize somebody else, which was Ralph uh, Daniel Zavato. Oh. Um, because of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and It Follows, which is another horror movie. Oh, I don't. He did not even come up on the, like the first few people on my. Oh that's yeah, like, that's uh yeah. <laughs> oh, he's in Station Eleven. Okay, yeah, that that was not the answer I was expecting for things you were looking forward to. But I <laughs> am very excited for you. That is one of the few movies I will not have seen for this upcoming weekend. Oh, do you like horror comedy? Yeah. Oh yeah. I like Renfield. I that's I want to see that, but it's technically out, right? So. I it's, it's not out until, well, tomorrow when we're recording this. Um, so by the time yeah. people hear this, it will be out. I have a friend that's going to go see it, I believe, tonight um, for like some sort of premiere. They live in New York. Oh. I'm not sure if that matters at all, but I think they do midnight releases earlier now, don't they? Yeah, it's like seven o'clock, so you get that little, little extra box yeah. office boost. But So he's going to go see it. He's one of my, my movie buddies. And I'm just so excited because as soon as he tells me that, that it's good because it will be, I'm going to go see it. No, no, I'm telling you this having seen it. 
Oh, oh, is it really that good? <laughs> it's, I mean, I wanted more from it. Okay. But I think if you like horror, a little bit gory, like a little bit that type of stuff. And and again, if you are okay with Nick Cage and that type of thing, like I Absolutely. think if you like, yeah, if you like vampire stuff, like I think it's worth mm-hmm. seeing. And especially if you have a fundamental knowledge of vampires, because like I haven't published my review yet, but I think it'll come out before this episode. So everyone listen to the review. <laughs> but, um, you know, I do think having like a base knowledge of like the history of Dracula and like who Renfield is and all that stuff, like helps you with that story a lot. Okay. Um, it helps. Short- it's it, I will bring this back to Mario. It helps shortcut it if you're like, yeah, I already know what the Mushroom Kingdom is. And yeah, I already know that like Renfield gets his power from Fly. And he was like, you know, a, a familiar for, I know what a familiar is, you know, right. like all that right. stuff. The dynamics. Yeah. Um, they are counting on that for this. And I think the, in the same way Mario is counting on like, you're probably an adult with disposable income coming to see this and like maybe bringing your family along and you already have an affinity for this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So Renfield. That's definitely you can, you can on do my a list. double feature yeah. with the Pope's Exorcist, actually. Actually, that sounds like an awesome idea. I might do that <laughs> this Sunday or something. There you go. Yeah. An excellent way to spend your time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. This has been an excellent way to spend my time. It's been such a pleasure having you on. Likewise. Thank you. I, I, this is the first time we're going to have somebody do their own promo, but what do, what do you got to promote? <laughs> All right. So um, my name is Chris, and I'm one of the two co-hosts for – actually, there's four now, technically. Oh, wow. Of uh, GoCast Podcast, which is a Pokemon Go a specific podcast uh, and pretty much just find out us anywhere, right? If you look for GoCast, we have that handle just about everywhere. We are very active on Twitter and you can find us on almost any podcasting platform. We also have a video version on Spotify or YouTube. Again, GoCast podcast anywhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I will say uh, I'm not allowed to be biased here or I, I am now allowed to be biased, but you guys <laughs> are some of the the most uh, positively influenced, like wonderful. You, you definitely clearly love the game and like have such a, a, a affinity for the community and also keeping things like constructive in your discussions. Like I, I have always appreciated that about you guys. So please. Thank you in. very much, Dana. And thank you for inviting me on. This was so much fun. I hope yeah, you get to do it again. Yeah, thanks for doing this. A huge thank you to Chris for joining. And now a couple of follow-up points. So technically speaking, the original Sonic game from Sega, which came out in 1991, does indeed have a plot, although how effectively communicated the intricacies of it are is somewhat up for debate in the game. It's about Dr. Robotnik trying to steal the six chaos emeralds and harness their power and sonic has to stop him but what do the chaos emeralds do you know what is he going to do with them all that stuff at that point based on just the game and the gameplay i don't think i could tell you but technically speaking yes it has a plot and then as for mega man and the live action adaptation that is supposedly in the works there have been no major updates since december of 2021 and even those updates were unreliable so who knows if it's still in development there's been no news that it's been canceled yet and films like this do take a long time but TBD on whether or not it's actually going to come out. And then just a fun history fact for you, Blu-rays actually did not come out to the public or in wide distribution until 2006. The first Fast and the Furious movie came out in 2001. So no, they would not have been able to even steal Blu-ray players for another five years. And then as for Chronicles of Riddick and those Vin Diesel movies, I have actually seen Chronicles of Riddick, not Pitch Black, which was the first one in the series to come out. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.